everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the Hot Hits Wrestling Podcast. My name is Hitzer. I'm Hardy. This week, we are here to cover Survivor Series 2022. Mm-hmm. Now back with a twist. Uh, it features not the debut of a wrestler, but the debut of a gimmick mm-hmm. last seen in NXT and of course invented by WCW back in the day. Yep. Uh, War Games has made its uh, debut on the main roster here. Uh, with one women's match and one men's match to bookend um, a pretty solid pay-per-view mm-hmm. overall. Do not without his missteps. Sure. Uh, additionally, we'll also talk about the elite trolling CM Punk <laughs> in Chicago, um, which was great. Uh, it was very funny, and I, I know a lot of CM Punks were, I suppose, offended by it, but I think that's the point. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, I'll do a solo review of the first ever New Japan Times Stardom co-promoted, their first ever co-promoted event mm-hmm. ever called Historic Crossover, where uh, the IWGP, not Stardom, the IWGP Women's World Champion was crowned cool. at Historic Crossover, and, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, let's begin with Survivor Series 2022 War Games. What do you think about the pay-per-view overall, Hadi? Um, overall, I think it went well. Uh, I had a lot of fun with both war games. I think both war games did okay. Uh, the women's one, I think, did okay. The men's one, um, I think, forwarded a storyline that we've been watching for the past mm. two years, especially mm. since Sami Zayn joined in. Um, mm. Yeah, so I think overall, it accomplished what it set out to do. Um, the In between the war games, there are some hit and misses here and there. Uh, there was one major miss. La. Yeah. I think the rest were okay. There's one very, very big miss, yes. but I think the rest were fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, I feel the EJ Styles uh, Finn Balor match was alright. Um, yeah. I had fun with that because the storyline was very solid. Sure. Um, yeah. How would you rate it overall though? Overall, I think I'll give it a B+. Plus. Um, or, sure. Yeah, yeah. A B plus la, around there. Uh, much like Daniel Bryan uh, eight years ago, a B plus player here. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Daniel Bryan has always been an A plus yes, player, course. but you know that was just gimmick and all. Correct, that. Correct. Kidding, uh, guys, don't get angry. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah uh, it's a yeah, it's it's definitely a B plus pay per view. I felt that in ring action wise, uh, the women's war games match outdelivered the men's match, sure. which in terms of like uh spots, mm-hmm. the men's match was. Quite honestly, a little bit boring up until the last five minutes. Yes. Um, match of the night, though, uh, quite shockingly, I think, uh, in my opinion, is the United States Triple Threat title match. I think uh, so Seth, too. Bobby, and Austin Theory. Yeah, to me, that was match of the yeah, night. Cool finish. Um, very cool finish. Very cool match overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's begin with the women's war game since that is the first match. Sure. The first ever war games match on the WWE main roster. Mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss teams up with. Asuka, the returning Becky Lynch, who made oh. her re-debut on SmackDown, Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, and Michin, no. Mia Yim. Are you sure it's Michin? Because the comment it's, people, uh, like gave up halfway and just called her Mia Yim I think it's like uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, like Mia Yim is like, her, um, Michin is like her oh, nickname, right? And Mia Yim is her real name, I right? I think so, yeah. It's like Jungle Boy Jack Perry or stuff like that, like, you know, like. Can lah, I I've can, seen can. things like this before. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's just funny because like they're just, they they corrected themselves at the beginning, like mm-hmm. Miyam out, uh, sorry Michin, and after that, they just gave up and just called him Miyam throughout the entire thing. Yes, um, I believe the reason they went with Michin is because Miyam is Miyam's real name. Yes, uh, she owns correct. the trademark to it, so yes. obviously they want to own the trademark to it lah. But then. I mean, everybody keeps calling her Miyam, even the commentators, exactly. even Triple H, you know, exactly. in the post fight uh, presser. Exactly. So. Hey guys, it's just me and him. It's, me like, it, it, it's not something like Butch that's going to catch and on. You know I what? Think, I think. You know, I always, yeah. I, I have not been a big fan of me and him, but I think she actually did quite well in this match. Same here. Yeah. Uh, they took on Damage Kataril, <laughs> uh, uh, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky uh, teaming up with uh, Nikki Cross. Um, the, uh, the old Nikki Cross, Sanity mm-hmm. Nikki Cross, uh, and of course, uh, Big nice. Mama Cool. As she calls herself, mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley, mm-hmm. uh, who, by the way, invaded a uh, Rey Mysterious house yeah, in Thanksgiving, man. which in, in a very funny segment. Yeah. I don't think it was supposed to be funny, but it ended, ended up, up being funny. very funny. It was supposed to be more yeah. creepy and more like threatening. Yeah, yeah, but it ended up being like a sitcom segment, which I didn't mind as long as I'm sports entertained, it's fine. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, um, like I said, I thought the women's war games match 
in terms of the spots and the craziness and the double ringed cage madness and people flying off yep. the top yep. and uh you know all the power maneuvers mayhem. and the tables and the weapons and the mayhem yeah. right i thought the women's war games match far outstripped the men's war games match okay. but i think this was very intentional because they wanted to present two sides of war games mm-hmm. no pun intended like, because of the two rings yeah. uh one they wanted to showcase the madness and chaos that can happen in the war games mm-hmm. and then rather than repeat the madness and chaos again because ca- that can get exhausting yeah. they delivered a story-driven war games match in the second one yes, so that's correct so I, I don't mean that the men's war games match uh being like lacking or lacking in action as a as an insult I just but, meant that like they took very different approaches to these two matches, yeah. uh, agented them differently, and I thought that was a wise move. Um, but like to showcase the war games first time, right? You got to show the action, right? yeah. and I think the women really delivered here, like, especially the the war games veterans. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Dakota Kai, Io Sky, uh, Rhea, Nikki, uh, Bianca, yeah. you know, who who have all been in war games uh, before. Yep. Uh, really showcased that they knew what they were doing mm. in there. Like this is old hat. Like we've done this like four right. five times already. It's okay. Well, the men's one only Butch has been in four war games. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens was in one. In one, yes. But Butch was like yeah. the most experienced. Yeah, uh, and it should. I'll talk about Butch. I thought I thought Butch was the obviously besides the story and the yes. ending. Like I thought Butch was the MVP performer of that uh war games. But I'll talk about that later. later. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, but I thought even for the freshmen, um, Asuka did really well. Mm. Uh, Becky, of course, with her leg drop from the top onto the table. Cool. Impressive. Um, Mia Yim, like you said, also yeah. uh, surprised me in this one. She has grown a lot during her Impact run, mm-hmm. where I think she has improved quite a lot. A lot. Um, specifically, working with Jordan Grace has really upped her game, yeah, and she's brought this new game back to the WWE, very, very so that's good. Yeah, uh, yeah um, Sky, I think, is by far the star of any very war games, of every <laughs> war games that she's ever been in. Uh, this fucker will will moonsault of everything, including the top of the war games okay. cage, and she did it again here, um, to very good effect, very smooth. Uh, she's not the genius of the sky for nothing. Exactly. Um, I think the Kotaka is great too. Uh, yeah. Bailey in her first war games also looked very good. Yep. Um, I think everyone here pulled their weight. Exactly. Uh, um, Rhea Ripley was supposed to be strong. She wasn't a high spot person, but you know, feats of strength and stuff. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Bianca. I I think everyone was really good. Yeah. Uh, right from the beginning. Because usually war games, it takes about 25 minutes right before the match actually starts. Yep, yep, yep. And then usually it's like, it feels like it's killing time. But I think a lot of the women here had chemistry because Bianca hadn't wrestled uh, Dakota one-on-one before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like the first five minutes really sparked for me because I saw like, hey, a Bianca versus uh, Dakota could be a, a really ga- a really great uh, women's title match because these two seem to have really great chemistry yep, in the ring yep. and as did when I was here. Uh, yeah, so I thought this was a really good match. Uh, what about you? Agreed. What do you think about the first ever War Games match Ag- in WWE? Me and uh, I agree with all the things that you said about it. Uh, one thing that I was impressed with, I I like this Nikki Cross again, like this return of Nikki Cross to original form. Mm. Uh, I like that there was very good chemistry between her and Alexa. Uh, sure, yeah, bringing back callbacks. Oh my exactly. god, continuity. Yeah, which to the time that Alexa Bliss betrayed her. Correct, yeah. you know, so that kind of yeah. thing, like all these little story beats, right, are still inserted into this chaos of a match, you know. Yeah, and, yep. and then and people who have watched WWE for a long time, right, like us, we kind of appreciate, you know, this kind of like uh, little nods here and there because we, it feels like our time hasn't been wasted, <laughs> you know, in that sense, lah. Um, rewarded yeah rewarded yeah. Like, you're right uh, there's mm. one um, there was like a one little weird thing with the handcuffs mm. uh, that that to me I, I, I think that Alexa and Nikki covered it really well sure um, because they were clearly too small for the handcuffs yes yeah it's just that I wish the cameraman just like they switched out of the, the that, that that shot where it's right at the handcuffs you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, apart from that, that's my little nitpick. Because apart from that, I really had fun with this match. Um, I think, uh, yeah, the absolute mayhem that War Games uh, is known for was delivered. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that everything that was brought into the ring was used uh, creatively, you know, uh, uh, with the trick can when Becky came on, uh, yep. with the candlesticks, you know, breaking of the candlesticks, you know, to showcase strength. I like that. Um, mm. And, the, you know, and the checkoff stable, uh, you know, whenever... <laughs> Yeah, so that absolutely. Yeah, so all those things uh, were well done, uh, well timed. Uh, very very little botch botching around all around. Um, mm. Cool uh, Tower of Doom, you know, cool spots all around. Uh, yeah, mm. this yeah, this is how you open a, a war games man with a great war games. 
Um, does it live up to the NXT war ah, games? No. I actually don't actually don't think don't so. Think the so. NXT war games <laughs> far exceeded any of this. Yes, yes. Um, I think because of the you know the the PGness lah of the main roster, they had to tone it yeah, down yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. No, no blood. No, no, no not blood. too, not too crazy, yeah. but. I think like for a lot of the majority of the main roster fans who may not have seen War Games before, this was a decent enough introduction to it. Agree. Where they will start looking forward to it every year. Yep, yep, yep. Agree. Next up, we have a rematch from what I consider to be the match of the year from 2017. Also at Survivor Series, Mm -hmm. um, former Bullet Club leaders Finn Balor takes on AJ Styles. A Finn accompanied by Judgment Day, Damon Priest and Dominic Mysterio. AJ accompanied by BOC. Anderson and Luke Gallows. Um, I mean, immediately, right? Like uh, we've already talked about the difference in presentation yes. in WWE ever since Triple H took over yes. the the references to history. You know, yes. um, the pre match package obviously made a lot of references to Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Commentary made references to Bullet Club. Heck, um, Michael Cole even in introducing the War Games match referenced Jim Crockett promotions yeah. uh, and WCW and all these things. Of uh, you know, uh, they even uh, referenced. Um, who the fuck was it? Uh, at, at the end. Oh, uh, Paul Heyman yes. uh, was once leading a faction in a War Games match in WCW mm-hmm. uh, against uh, Sting's faction. Um, and, you know, they even mentioned Sting even though he's in AEW. Exactly. So it, they acknowledge history and continuity and that added to... The flavor. The, the flavor of this uh, Bullet Club rematch yeah. uh, between their two original leaders. Mm-hmm. Did it live up to the 2017 match? I don't think so. Yeah. But these two are very, very solid professional yeah, wrestlers. Uh, um on their worst night, they can deliver a really solid match. It was and solid. This is what it was. I, for my money, I was very afraid of outside shenanigans with the OC and Judgment Day, you know, like interfering and all that. Thankfully, they got that out of the way within the first like three minutes. Okay, they but... brought all the way out. Yeah. And they could have like just a one-on-one match mm-hmm. between Finn and AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that these two have a lot of chemistry. They know each other very well. Um, in terms of just pro wrestlingness, it was flawless every was, move, you know. Yeah. No botching. They still knew what they were doing. Yeah. Even to the point where the first five minutes of the match, they were so veteran and after the adrenaline dump of the first War Games match, they decided to slow it down and then ramp it yeah. back up. This is very like just, just you know, basic progressing psychology that you can trust AJ and Finn to deliver, which is why I thought this was a solid match. What about you? Same. Uh, cool, cool, cool uh, uh, match all around. Um, I like that, yeah, the, 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 the shenanigans outside were not bought I mean, the only thing was that AJ Styles got in to just throw, uh, I think, Dominic over. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I like the selling of the uh, you, uh, you know the of the selling of the leg uh, by Finn. Mm. Uh, I like that Styles was um, that kind of like um, what do you call that a ring general in that sense. Where uh, both of, both of them, them are right. actually <laughs> yeah yeah, um, yeah. They, they 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 are just so fluid you know. Hmm. And um, yeah, it was a great show that they put on. Uh, I like I, I agree with you. It's impossible for them to have a bad match. If you give these guys ten minutes, they're going to deliver ten minutes uh of awesomeness. You know, uh, yes. agreed with you. Doesn't live up to that uh initial twenty seventeen match. However, yeah, uh, I like the callbacks. You know, I like uh the use of the calf crusher to really mm. uh get that um the. That, that finish after that, right? When he uh, um, did the phenomenal yeah. forearm after that. Um, Finn's escape from the cup crusher was really cool too. He he just reached over and slammed uh, his head onto the ground. Exactly. Uh, AJ Styles' head. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a very logical escape. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, these two guys are so smooth. Was it the best match in the world? No, uh, but... But entertaining. I mean, entertaining. Like, I think these two are like veteran enough and ring general enough to know how to do... I, I kind of uh, equate this to like... DJs who know how to do opening sets, like you don't want to overwhelm the war games. You know, you just want to deliver something solid, mm-hmm. but you don't want to you don't want to overshadow the the main events, yes. so to speak. Yes. And AJ Finbella did their job really well here, like as a mid card offering. Mm. Uh, yeah, a really solid. AJ gets the win. Yes, he does. Uh, would you like to hear a stat about AJ Styles and pay per views? Please tell me the stat. This is AJ Styles' first pay per view win since 2019. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> right, right. Nice. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, did you even notice? No. Because I didn't. But that's the kind of like wrestler he is. Like, he's so prominent. You know, losses kind of don't really matter. Yeah, in in a sense, Vince is sometimes right with the wins and losses don't matter. Yeah. Like, people remember the performances. They don't remember that AJ Styles has lost Everything like until now, <laughs> th- thirty six times in a row over the last thirty six <laughs> pay per views. You know? 
<laughs> wow, that's an insane stat. Crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, uh, the only reason I noticed is because when AJ Styles was walking out, uh, they did, you know, the little stats at the bottom, like, and then they showed his last pay per view win was like in April of 2019 oh or something like that. Oh my god. Yeah. And the only reason they would even show the stat is if they were going to break it like, tonight like, to show how important it was yeah, like, for AJ. Wow, good job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting. It's like uh, Mr. WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels, although he's lost 80% of his WrestleMania matches. I still matches. remember all his matches. You don't remember that he lost yeah, to Undertaker remember. and Sonko and all. You just remember the amazing matches yeah. that he had with Razor and all exactly, that, right? Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Um, the exact opposite of amazing matches is the next one. Ooh, uh, this um, is rough. If you if you could do a resi, you know, like the, if you if you don't know what a resi is, resi is the opposite of the of the Oscars, mm. the the worst films of the year or the worst performances of the year mm. are represented in the resis. Uh, if you were to do resis for pro wrestling, this WWE SmackDown Women's Title match between mm. Ronda Rousey, accompanied by Shayna Baszler, versus um a a person that I don't want to say this, I'm gonna say it anyway. Uh, I, my my pet name for her is uh, Botchy. Botchy. Oh man, yeah, that's, the botches were so bad, man. Uh, but but Charlie botches every match, yeah, so yeah. I wasn't surprised. Um, Ronda C has seemed a bit off since her return at Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. so I knew this was going to be a terrible match. Uh, but hey, it uh even exceeded my expectations for terribleness. Again. It was worse than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, man, this is bad. Uh, yeah, this was a, an absolute mess. What do you think? I think there's like only maybe one. Yeah, no, actually, the whole match was. A, Dumpster fire, actually. Yeah. Um, cool entrance, I guess. Uh, with who? Um, Short Z? Yeah, la, I guess. I mean, the usual she... tank thing. Yeah, she does it on Raw. Yeah. So, I mean, not, nothing special. I, I don't decide, decide. Like, I'm trying to, trying to think of a positive. Um, mm. But you know what? Uh, yeah, it happened. La. <laughs> it happened, yeah. Um. Fun moments, point, point. I guess, but nothing great. And, and there are too many botches that, that it, it took away. The, the one to botch at the side of the ring. The DDT attempt. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that really took away a lot of like win from the match. Like, oh no. It, it, because it yeah. looks so bad. You know, like, yep. you cannot, like, even the commentators were having trouble with that. Ooh, that looked ugly. Yeah, yeah you know, that kind of thing. So that yeah. really takes away a lot. Uh, But yeah, so again, let's say about this match better. Lah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you think uh, this goes uh, for Ronda? I think Ronda moves on to another few. Okay. Probably Charlotte. Sure. Will will probably redebut on SmackDown. All right, let's go. Maybe Becky. Why not? The options now. Yeah, the options now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Becky just came back. Charlotte. I know. I know Charlotte's on um, honeymoon with Andrade lah, but. I, I think she's been on honeymoon for three weeks already, so it should be enough. Yeah. I think she should be. Should be enough. She should be, <laughs> should be enough. Yeah. Not working again. Um, she, she, she'll be back soon. Uh, she for sure. She'll be back yeah. at least before Rumble. Uh, so the next pay per view is Rumble. I foresee Ronda versus either Becky uh, again or mm-hmm. Ronda versus Charlotte. I'm assuming she will face them both. Uh, yeah. One at Rumble and one at Mania. Yeah, okay. like you know, maybe Charlotte debuts in the Rumble and wins the Rumble and then challenges Ronda at Mania. Sure. Whereas Becky will be the Rumble feud, but you can you can flip that as well. Um, yeah, it, I know you're yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, they need some more experience. Ring generals are like yeah, like yeah, we were yeah. talking about. Uh, inside with Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Uh, uh, next up though, we have, in my opinion, uh, just on pure in ringness, uh, match of the night. This in my opinion. The WWE United States Triple Threat yeah, match. Man. Seth Rollins, the defending champion, takes on. Uh, the almighty Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. taking on Austin Theory. First, let's talk about that fucking cash-in, which is... Uh, the cash-in happened in between episodes for, for us, so we haven't had a time to talk about yeah. what has been dubbed the worst cash-in in history. It was. Uh, um, <laughs> can't argue with that. Argue. It was probably the dumbest cash-in in history. <laughs> this is probably the biggest mistake or misstep of the Triple H era. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it was... Quite possibly, even if it was during the Vince era, it, it would have stood out as one of the worst cash-ins ever. <laughs> you know? um, it was that bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying this as a preface because I think they spent the last three weeks trying to repair it, cost correct yeah. that, and the adjustment to Austin Theory's character and the recontextual recontextualization mm-hmm. of why he did what he did yep. and why he's changed since then mm-hmm. and what he's learned. The new, the new Austin Theory, basically the old Austin Theory, like pre, pre Vince McMahon gimmick. Um, I think they've done their best to cost correct, and I think they've done it well. Yeah, it kind of worked. Uh, uh, I think it's worked. So, yeah. 
I'm always gonna give credit where credit is yeah. due. Like if I'm gonna call out something bad, which the cash in was, the cash in was really bad. Mm-hmm. I got to call out the the good, yeah. the cost correction because I think, I mean, the the worst thing about WWE back in the day was that they would never cost correct. Right? They, would double, they would double down, right? Yeah. yeah. So one thing I can say about the Triple H era is, yeah, I'm sure it's not flawless, but when he does make mistakes, Oops, okay, he actively tries to correct it. Exactly. And. I think they've done that with Austin Theory. The only complaint I have this match is, right, that... Um, so, Austin Theory was, like, sponsored by Beyblade on this match. Um, weirdly enough, so, like, when his Tron came out, it was just Beyblade. Yes. Uh, um, so, it was, like, Beyblade presents this triple threat match. Weird. Uh, and then Beyblade comes out during the Austin Theory entrance. Not only was it weird, but it also gave away he was going to win because Beyblades is not going to sponsor the loser of this match. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, Austin Theory is going to win. Sure, okay, never mind. But I like how he won. I like how he won. That being said also, um, I think Seth Rollins in the WWE is the king of triple threat. Yes, man. Name me me one Seth Rollins triple threat that isn't a five-star match. No, no, no. no, no. This one is is right up there as well. Seth is amazing. Like... You want to talk about some of the best workers in the world? We always talk about Osprey, Omega, Phoenix, uh, MGF, guys like that. Bro. We often forget like Seth belongs in that. He does. And if not at the top, at least he belongs in the argument for the top. Yes, right? yes, hell yeah. It, and every time he wrestles, I'm always reminded. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Seth Rollins is arguing. He is the best one of the right constants now, in WWE. Through the bad times, the good times, whatever. Seth Rollins has always been a constant. I mean, him and his wife uh, pretty much carried the company on their backs exactly. throughout the the, the the latter Vince era, right? Yes. You know, um, so yeah, uh, kudos to Seth Rollins. Um, I love that they actually turned him face because the crowd just wanted to cheer mm. him. Um, and he, while being face, he actually keep, keeps his heel personality. Why would he change? You know, yeah. he's still the same. People just want to cheer him. It's okay. Um, I, I like Bobby Lashley's anger uh, okay. about what happened and everything. Uh, Austin Theory's new. Um, Ruthless aggression, for like for better term, mm. uh, is also very good. Uh, I think they have partially redeemed Austin Theory at this point, yeah. and I'm okay with it. I think this match was a banger. Um, yeah, Seth Rollins, uh, jumping off uh Bobby Lashley to deliver that curb storm onto Austin Theory, one of the coolest spots. Um, yeah. the, and there were many examples of cool yes. spots. There's too many to so name. Many. In fact, these three had amazing chemistry. Seth Rollins was the linchpin of it, the ring general, as you yes, would say. Yes, yes. Um, Austin Theory, of course, proving that he is a... Uh, can roll. I mean, he's been booked very badly, but there's no denying yeah, his yeah. in-ring talent, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, Bobby Lashley also has been the victim of bad booking in previous years, mm-hmm. but under the Triple H reign, he's been presented as like a monster, as he should have been the entire way, you know, like, what was up with the Bobby sisters angle and no, whatever, no. trying to make him a comedy thing, yeah, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almighty Bobby Lashley should just be tossing guys around. Right. The double full Nelson oh, that he did. Right. Oh my god. Amazing. Yeah. I yeah. uh, love this match. Okay with the winner. No complaints about it. What about you? Same. No complaints. I like how they finished it. The That uh, that falcon arrow into the spear, into the, the pin. Good stuff. Yep. Um, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. La, it looked a bit planned and all that. But yeah, so what? Um, I think overall, they delivered a good story. Uh, a good redemption arc so far for Austin Theory. Uh, mm. I can't wait to see what he does with the US title. I can't wait to see uh, the evolution of Austin Theory into this new era. Mm. Yeah, like it's just like taking out all that that cancerous stuff that he was carrying, you know. And the selfies yeah. and uh, everything, like you know, the golden egg. Do you remember that? Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. yeah so, uh, good for good for the cost correction. A hundred percent agree with it. Uh, yeah, mm. this was. Match of the night, I guess. If if for me, yeah, for me, like in ring wise, was match of the night. Yeah, in ring wise, Sto- story of the night was something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah correct. Yeah, <laughs> story of the night was built up throughout the night. Though. Yes, uh, and yes. back on SmackDown as well, where Kevin Owens uh tried to cycle a Sami Zayn into turning on his own team. Yeah, um, I love that Kevin Owens is the face right now, but he's still doing heel Kevin Owens thing. It is because he was clearly manipulating Sami. Yeah, he was using his friendship to manipulate and like get inside. Uh, the bloodline and tear them from the inside out. Like, this is a very heel ca- thing that Kevin Owens does. Yeah. Why wouldn't face Kevin Owens do the same thing? Because he's smart. He's smart. Yeah, he's he's manipulate. I mean, this is the guy who pulled off the festival of friendship. Yeah. Like, and he was trying to like psycho Sami Zayn into thinking that it was the bloodline that was going to turn on him, and he should turn on them first. I mean, if anything, Kevin Owens has turned on every ally he's ever had. So we don't trust whatever Kevin Owens says. <laughs> the and commentary Sammy, does uh, acknowledge though. 
they pointed it out. Festival of friendship, everything. He's lost every ally, every friend he's ever. He's burned every bridge, right? Especially Zin. Especially Sami Zin, multiple times. Why would Sami Zin ever trust him, right? Um, so like the it it gave a very logical reason for why Sami would turn on his best friend of twenty five years in the end, because his best friend has turned on him like every single time, (laughs) and he's found his new family who's accepted him, right? Mm Um, and I, I love the build to it, you know. Um, the uh, it, uh, the J also listening through the open door was a bit awkward. Like it was kind of poorly framed it was. from a cinema from a cinematic yes, yes, sense. But story uh, sense, I understand what they were going for. Yeah, 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 it was just like from a directorial sense that like, they could have done it in a different in a in a different way. Like it looked like something from a. I don't know, like under one roof or something, yes, you know, like, right, a single, yeah, like a local sitcom, you know. Uh, but I love the way that uh, Jay confronted him about it and he lied about it and Roman confronted him about it and he didn't lie and he gave a very good reason yeah, he didn't like, want to distract Jay. Yeah, that was a good reason. Very good reason. And then the hug that Roman gives him, of course, increased the tension because you can't tell what look he's trying to give there, you know. Roman's is right. he... Say again? Yeah, Roman's yeah, look. Roman's when look. he was hugging Sammy, he's like, is he done with Sammy? Does he believe Sammy? It was very inscrutable, but you could sense that he made a decision at that point. Yeah. Uh, and then he relate to Jay, just do whatever I say. Uh, that leads to this War Games match here. And Jay was the first person to come out for the bloodline. I thought that was very smart mm-hmm. as well. Because it forced uh, Sammy to be number two. And I love, you know, he poked Jimmy back. Yeah, I like that vision. He said, no, no, no. I, I want to see how Sammy and Jay works. I want to see how this plays out. Yeah. The trepidation on Sammy's face and everything, walking down very, very slowly. I mean, tactically, it's the worst decision because obviously, you want the tag team guys to be together. Of you course. Know? But then, like, this was, like, bigger than that and I like that, like, that pull at that and then that look, right, that Roman gave and then pointing mm. to the ring for Sammy to go. Yeah. That was a beautifully done one, uh, moment. Because, I mean, although there are, like, personal or grudge stakes at this war games, like uh, Roman's titles are not up for grabs. This is not a personal loss for him. He nah. he can use this to see what what will happen between Jay and Sammy. Exactly. Uh, he's playing the the long game, like, as we say. Like mm. you know, that's why he feels like the mafia boss, like he is right now, the trouble chief mm-hmm. here at the table, etc. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, loved it a lot. Uh, like I said, you know, and then the miscommunications and the the distrust between Sammy and Jay played out throughout the entirety of this match. But remember that uh, Sammy had those those two moments where he saved Jay. You know, pulling him aside. From getting uh, mm-hmm. uh, destroyed by uh, Butch, you know. And then after all that, Jay super kicking him accidentally, yeah, albeit. But still, you know, that was a very strong still, super kick. Um, Jay versus Butch was the correct decision to start the match. Yep. Um, Butch really showed that he is a super veteran of the war. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was like, guys, I do this every year. I just, just let me start. <laughs> I, I do this every year. No, no problem. No problem. Once a year. It's okay. Uh, the joint man- manipulation always is Butch's thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, but he, whenever in war games, he uses the environment to his advantage using the cage, using the door, yep, yep, yep. using the metal grating in the middle and everything. So Butch really knows his way around. Uh, the newbies like Rich, Seamus, and Drew McIntyre also looked okay mm-hmm. in it. Uh, Kevin Owens was spectacular, storytelling-wise. Yeah. Uh, but the real story was the bloodline here, lah. Uh, Jimmy, uh, I mean, uh, Solo versus Drew, Solo versus Kevin was also really That's fun cool. to watch. Also, yeah, when Solo, played, uh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, Jimmy and Reigns, of course, played their part. But the real story here was uh, Jay and Sammy. It led up to the point where Sammy finally turns on Kevin Owens. Yeah, with low blow. Uh, low blows him. In fact, it's not even a turn because they are on opposite yeah. sides. So he did the correct thing. Yeah. yeah, he low blows um, and then uh, a kick. But he waited for Roman Reigns to wake up, you know, because he was like knocked out, right? Yeah. Then he Roman Roman wakes up, then he he low blows, then he delivers the Huluva kick, and then he offers a sacrifice. The ultimate olive branch to Jey Uso. You take the pin, you deliver the splash, you get the win. And then the fucking hug. At oh the end. man, that hug was awesome, man. The the way that Jay hugged Sammy, I have I haven't popped for anything that much in a long time. Same. Uh, yeah, it felt like uh this is going to be a very weird comparison. Like, yeah. It felt like Macho Man um, proposing to Miss Elizabeth back in like 88. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's something like I've, I've never felt so heartwarmed. You know, it's like, oh, God, they're finally together. Ah, okay, you know, okay, I was okay. just, it's, it's kind of this weird. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm shipping them as brothers, like a, a bro ship yeah, 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 uh, yeah, between yeah. Jay and Sammy. Can't you just get along? Can you just be bros? You know, and they finally did it. And the way that Jay hugged him and basically tossed him into the air, celebration yeah, wise, yeah, yeah. fucking cool. And then Roman hugged them both. Oh, what a cool moment. Um, I loved everything about the story of this match. Like I said, action-wise, it didn't quite match up to the women's match. Mm. In fact, I would say at certain points, it was a little bit boring. But the last five minutes more than made up for it. What do you think? Uh, agreed. 
um, I think that the story, the storyline, really, really, really played really well. Uh, Jay, Jimmy, Sammy, right? Uh, the three of them. Mm. I mean, obviously, Jimmy really loves Sammy, so whatever, right? Definitely. But um, I think the chemistry between Jay and Sammy is something else, man. Yeah, uh, Jimmy and Sammy, Sammy and Roman, Sammy and everyone. everyone. Yeah, Sammy and everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But because of the hate, that, 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 that distrust that Jay has, right, for, for the past mm. uh, six months, right, like, yeah. you think that he was going crazy, you know, like, but then it just required Sammy to do something above and beyond. Mm. It always seems like Sammy is always helping, but there's always this ulterior motive kind of thing going on. Mm. Uh, that, that Jay feels like it might not be true but you know like Jay feels like there's this ulterior motive he doesn't understand but mm. there was this rawness this like um, just primal fight in a war games setting right that yep. that you you cannot hide your true intentions you know you're uh, better brothers or you're bonded in war exactly so you cannot hide yeah, yeah. That, that, that the way that he, he laid uh, uh, Kevin Owens down for Jay like that was such a cinematic moment, mm. you know. And once that 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 frog splash into that pin, and then you just knew it. Like, oh my god, he just he he sacrificed his friend. And there was this, and and Sammy has this really good acting face. Like mm. there, there was that regret a bit, you know, like in his face for sacrificing Owens. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, that like, he knew that he had to do it, and then like the way that he. Like, uh, was so happy that you know, like telling Roman that like, every night I'm loyal to you, every night, you know, mm. whatever, and all that. Like, it's true, every night he has been loyal. exactly, you know, yeah, yeah. And he's the one who's been taking a lot of punishment, like, a lot of the time. You know, mm. Drew McIntyre has punished Sami Zayn so many times, he's taken many bullets <laughs> for the battle, exactly, yeah. you know. And so, like, to have and that hug, I think, culminates the entire night, like, mm. like, oh my god, that there was such a heartwarming moment, but like. Yep. I cannot wait when the other shoe drops for this storyline. Mm. You know, but I don't mind reveling in what is the, the brotherhood of Jay and Sammy right now. Yeah. But this is wrestling, man. So you know what? <laughs> the breakup is going to be even more insane. I have a feeling that I think intentionally, like probably the, the plan was always to break Sammy up with the bloodline at War Games. But after the recent weeks and months of just the chemistry between Sammy yeah, and... Yeah, yeah. And I think they decided to hold off yeah. on it because there's it's just too, too much gold to be mined. Yeah, it's too good yeah. to be mined right now. Maybe once it's run its course and people are bored of like I no longer chanting Usi and everything, yeah. then they can turn it. Because the crowd yeah. chanting Sammy Uso was fucking fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, during that uh, like twice, once when he entered, once in the ring before the uh, yeah. after the low blow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I I look forward to many more dramatic segments and now um Jay can laugh at Sammy without breaking kayfabe yeah. because now they're friends already, you know? he, he can he can freely laugh at Sammy's shit uh without <laughs> without ruining the story you know? yeah. so yeah uh, kudos I think this was the way to go um, yep. it's just that sadly you had to sacrifice five very good wrestlers mm-hmm. uh, because right now none of them can be I mean I wonder what's next for, for um I feel that the titles have become very secondary in this whole story. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Roman is secondary in this story. The story <laughs> is Jay and Sammy. Sammy. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Because I think that, to, yeah. they are also protect... Uh, or rather, the, the real story is Roman as I feel eventually is going to be the match with The Rock. Sure. But I feel that's the final story for Roman. So, right now, Absolutely. I think the other it's good to focus on the other members of the bloodline. It's actually a very good problem, right? Where to the point where I don't even see how the Rock can fit in come mania time. Like this is the Rock, you know. Yeah. But I would r- rather see Sammy versus Roman at this point, you know. That's a good problem to have. Yes, because um, you're, 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 you're full timers to be the, the the stars. The the fact that every single promo uh that the Bloodline has delivered has not required Paul Heyman, who is one of the greatest promo men in the world, right? Like this. Just the embarrassment of riches that like, oh, we don't need Paul for the, these few months. He can just stand there like a statue holding the belts, you know. And that's fine. Like you, the fact that they don't need Paul Heyman, they might not even need The Rock, just goes to show like, this is an embarrassment of riches. This bloodline thing is too good. This is too good. This is the best thing that Vince has ever done. <laughs> the best. Yes. At least in the last 10 years, yeah. like easily, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah and you j- props to Vince. This was his, his baby. 
This was his baby. Like he was the one with the idea to put Sammy in there, right? <laughs> and, and Triple H just carried the ball, uh, with it, and maybe even elevated it at certain points. Right. You know, so great, greatest story. Uh, I think at come the end of the year, you know, we're probably gonna name um MGF as the performer of the year. But the only person that I would even consider naming that is not MGF is Sammy Zayn. Oh yeah, he's the only one that comes remotely close. He's one A and one B with MGF I in terms agree. of just. Yeah. Performing, like not pro wrestling, but performing as an actor, story wise, promo wise, things like that. Sammy is the most entertaining man in WWE. The same way that MGF is the most entertaining AEW. man in AEW. Agreed, hundred percent. And yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait to see more of both of them. And yeah, uh, where Roman stands, I think his next feud is probably Sheamus. Yeah, it feels uh, like it. Uh, it seems like they're setting it up, and I think Sheamus is going through some sort of renaissance right now. I think they will deliver a five star match for sure. Yep. Uh, at Rumble or whatever. Uh, it's just that it's quite inevitable that Sheamus is going to lose. So yeah, that is the downside, lah. Nobody is beating him until Mania. So yeah. any feud he has now doesn't feel important. Yeah, I mean, I think WWE still wants to do the Rock story. Mm-hmm. Of course, they do Hollywood, yeah. LA, right? Exactly. Yeah, the perfect place, you know. Uh, hmm. It's just that uh, I know this sounds weird, but like I kind of not want the rock this because the chemistry will be messed with, you know. No, I think can like they can run with this bloodline happy family thing for two more months. Yeah. Um, um, I think after Roman beats uh Sheamus in Royal Rumble, there will be two more pay per views before WrestleMania, mm-hmm. right? There are two pay per views in between. Uh, one of the main events could be Roman versus Sammy. Oh no! That can that can be blown off there already, and then once he beats Sammy, then it leads to Sammy and KO versus the Usos for the titles, for the tag titles, mm-hmm. and then Roman can move on to the Rock. Oh my god, yeah, that'd be quite cool actually. Yeah, yeah. In fact, Sammy turning on Roman after Roman fully trusts him can be the catalyst for why the Rock comes back. It's like, how can you be the head of the table? How can you not see this coming? That type of thing. You know? Yeah, man. That could be the story like going forward. Like, if I was booking it. Yeah, and so therefore yeah. the, the bloodline ends next WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, yeah, or or like reinvents itself. Like it's like the um, a match for the head of the table, yeah, like, yeah, essentially. Yeah. In fact, like like I was talking about so often, Roman versus Rock doesn't even need the belts. No, I it's would, not. yeah, it's about the tribal in, in my, position. In my in my opinion, I would take the belts off him before WrestleMania, Ooh. and that that is the reason why the Rock comes back. You know. How could you not see Sami Zayn betraying Ooh. you? It was very obvious. How could you lose the belt? How could you say you're the head of the table when there's so many failures for this past few months, oh, right? Failure of leadership. Awesome. You know? And then the, the Rock's like, uh, you know, I'm filming movies, but I got to come back. I see how you're fucking up this family, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That should be a story. And then the belts can be Cody versus Seth or something, you know what I mean? Nice. Yeah, like, like Cody can win the Rumble. Uh, Seth can win... Anytime. Like, I know Seth has lost a lot like, lately, but Seth is like AJ. Like, it doesn't really matter how often he's lost. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't even matter that he's lost three times to Cody. They can fight again and nobody will care. You know? Because it's been awesome so far. It's been awesome so far. Like, yeah. And yeah, Seth is bulletproof. Seth is absolutely bulletproof. Um, yeah, uh, that's how we book going forward. And that's how I hope it goes going forward. So wh- what about you? What, like, what, what are your ideas for how to carry this forward? I, 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 I really like what you, you told me. I want that hmm. to happen. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. that will like solidify the the bloodline for the next few months and then you know the breakup will be awesome you know the the, the or rather not the breakup but the the the, the chaos will be awesome right the civil war yeah, yeah and then later on having the rock come in like to like straighten everybody out mm. kind of cool especially if Sammy's turn is somewhat justified because Roman has been mistreating or something you could even tell a story where even the Usos and Solo are taking Sammy's side yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because they've, they've grown to love him so much, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, yeah the, even the stoic solo, yeah. Yeah, even the stoic solo who actually really likes Sami Zayn <laughs> yeah. and sees him as a, as a mentor, you know. And, you know, that's another reason the, the Rock can come back. You can't hold this family together. I can hold this family together. <laughs> like, like look, at it, look at you, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool, that'd be cool, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, anyways, um... Very, very solid pay-per-view. Uh, B to B+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the story at the end, both uh, war games, I think, while not as good as NXT war games, as I said, quite a little bit, uh, very well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, let's... Oh, do you have anything else to say before we move on? Nah, just that I like war games. Uh, B+, plus pay-per-view, man. Solid. Of course, you know. Um, let's talk a little bit about the news right now, because 
like we mentioned on our last episode, uh, the elites are now involved in a playoff best of seven series yeah. against the Draft Triangle for the AEW Trios Championship. They returned to a hero's welcome in New Jersey, uh, where you know Wayward Sons debuted. Uh, there was chance of fuck CM Punk and everything. Um, obviously, with uh, Game Two being in Chicago, uh, that would not be the reaction uh, to the elite. And they came out as heels, they performed as heels, and they trolled the fuck out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they trolled Chicago so much that I think by the end of the match, like they started liking the elite again. Yeah. Because it was just so oh, funny. Yeah, like the, even the fuck the elite chants were so half-hearted yeah. because by the time the action like really got into high gear as Death Rangle versus the elite will always get into high gear. They were chanting, this is awesome, fight forever, that type of thing already. So they were, all, they were always like kind of half-hearted, like, ah, fuck the, fuck the elite, la, yeah, because yeah, we yeah. have to cheer for our boys, CM Punk. But then after the great action, after the great comedy also, um, CM Punk biting pack was pro- probably the highlight of the match, in the exact same spot where yeah. Ace Steel bit him in the arm. Yeah. And the commentary, they're selling it like, what kind of human being would do such a thing? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Kenny Omega uh, going for the GTS it was, funny. Uh, was, I think supposed to get a boo but every uh, you could hear just like audible laughter in a crowd yeah. people just like oh my god that's too good okay can't do this yeah, it's so funny <laughs> and I like that uh, about Chicago though like the, the crowd really got it like after a while yeah. they even realized that you know just laugh like it's funny laugh. Uh, and, and this is how the elite has gotten over every controversy that or every criticism that has been leveled at them they lean into it they lean into it hard yeah, man. And they made it. They make it so. They are so self-aware and so funny and so subversive in how they carry it forward okay. that you ca- you can't help but not like them, even if you're annoyed by them. But you still like. Ah, yeah, that was entertaining. It I was. can't help it. Uh, I know. I said the <laughs> the the highlight was obviously the GTS and Kenny Omega and biting and all of it. But the funniest moment was uh Matt Jackson's uh, botched uh buckshot lariat intentionally botched buckshot lariat uh calling back to the times when. CM Punk tried to do Buckshot Lariats but kept falling on his ass. Uh, <laughs> Matt Jackson just trying to do the Buckshot Lariat and then landing on his ass, right? And then, like, looking around, like, confused. And then he starts holding his leg, like, he's selling his leg, like, exactly like uh, CM Punk did. That was the funniest thing ever. Oh my yeah, god. Uh, uh, yeah, well, what do you think about all these spots? The botched yeah. Buckshot Lariat, the biting, and all of that? You have to do it. Yeah. Like, you have to do it just because everything. You can't do it, uh, like, Okay, you can't have Tony Khan do a press conference and talk about it, right? Mm. Because nobody takes Tony Khan seriously. Yeah, you can't you can't uh, ignore it because the crowd is gonna be anti you. Mm. You know they're gonna be the the worst crowd if you don't you just ignore it. Mm. You know, so lean like they did the, the the only thing that they could do, which was lean into it and let the crowd go crazy. Mm. You know, and they did. The crowd went crazy for it. They they. After a while, they even understood what they were doing, and they were into it, and you won the crowd back. Yeah, you know, like that—that's the kind of press, uh, that that's the kind of uh, professionals they were, uh, They they understood what the crowd wanted, give, uh, or rather, what the crowd were expecting, subvert it in a way, mm-hmm. and make it intentional. Yeah, you know, and therefore this controversy becomes not a controversy anymore. You know, brilliantly done. Like kudos, man, to the elite. Like really, like yeah. When you can laugh about it, it stops being controversial. Exactly. Right? Like it's like, it becomes something funny that you can look back. On. Exactly. And brilliant. Now they can move on. Mm-hmm. You know, and and go to better things because AW, like we 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 said, post PCM Punk, uh, you know, has been on fire with uh yeah. with uh, uh John Moxie now finally having to be able to take a break. You know, mm. MGF now leading the. Pack. Uh, mm. you know, you, you you are in the best position right now, and and yeah, keep growing from there, man. AW has done a lot of cross correction over the past four years, and every single time that there was controversy, and I think that they are doing a good job again with this yeah. one. Our fanboying of AW is not because they don't make mistakes, because obviously we recognize all the big yeah. mistakes they've made. Um, the exploding butt wire death exactly. match, um, the initial handling of Hangman Page, yeah. the Dark Order debut, exactly. uh, the initial handling of Britt Baker, exactly. and look, look, look how all that has turned out. How they've cost corrected yeah. nearly everything because they know what you is know. wrong, what is right. I mean, what works for the crowd and all that. They hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 right now everything is working. Go for it, man. AW, yeah, one of the best promotions yeah. out there. 
I, I, I don't expect any company to be flawless. I just expect them to admit mistakes when they're made, yeah. when they're made and fix it. Lah. And that's something Triple H has done. That's something Tony Khan has done. Exactly. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. No, nobody is perfect, but own your mistakes and fix it. And yeah, yep. that's all I yep. want. Um, that, that's great. Uh, we didn't even talk about the kayfabe story in the match. Um, <laughs> uh, last time, Phoenix used the hammer. Mm-hmm. Now, Panther mm-hmm. used the hammer to get the win. Yep. The Elite are 2-0 down. Um, you think we you, you, you think we're going um to a um a Cavs uh, Suns uh, type of thing here? Are, are we going to Game Seven where uh the Elite are going to come back from a three 0 deficit? Uh, you know what? Three one deficit. I'm sorry. I think so. I think the the shenanigans that the 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 black triangle black triangle death triangle death triangle are pulling off. Right, I think it's going to bite them in the ass somehow. Mm. Yeah, and I. I, and I think that that's a good way for for the elite to kind of capture the titles back. Yes. Yeah. Um, what I see happening is uh, Death Triangle is up 2-0, right? Yep. Right yep. now. So this Wednesday, uh, the game three, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to use the they're going to use the hammer again, but they're going to get caught and they're going to get disqualified, making it 2-1. Ah, yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, and then in the fourth match, I think Death Triangle is going to win. Then they're going to make it 3-1. And then, like, every match after that is do or die for the Elite. Mm. They'll get 2-3-2, three, two, three, two, and then they'll get to 3-3. Three, three, and then they'll get to the fourth match, and then we'll see how that goes. La. You know what? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Like, uh, I think maybe the next two wins for the Elite, I think I want them to go get a DQ win first, mm-hmm. and then go down 3-1, the triangle winning clean. And then the and then they go up to three two because of dissension between the triangle because of do we use the hammer do we not use the hammer they're arguing on the outside they get counted out or something you yeah, know yeah, that yeah. type of thing that makes it three two and then you can go to the to the final two matches from there yeah yeah that, that makes sense yeah yeah uh, absolutely okay uh finally let's talk about the first ever co promoted pay per view between New Japan and Stardom Ooh. Pro Wrestling over in Japan. Obviously, uh, Stardom is now owned by the company that owns New Japan, Bushiro. Oh, so it it was about time. Oh, well, yeah, like this they were bought over two years ago, actually. Oh, okay, but I mean, I guess it's because they want to, in, like, have more women in, already have women in NJPW. That's what we assume. But for the last two years, there have been no women in the NJPW. Well, despite the fact that uh, Bushiro also owns Stardom, mm-hmm. they've kept them very separate, separate promotions. There has been like some pre-show. Pre-show women's matches, you know, mm-hmm. uh, on on Wrestle Kingdom and things like that. But there hasn't been a real integration. This is the first time they've ever integrated, uh, women into an NGPW event. This NGPW Time Stardom event. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was headlined uh, a lot of good uh women's matches, a lot of good mixed tag matches as well. Mm-hmm. But of course, the real highlight of the match was the first ever crowning of the IWGP Women's World Title. Mm-hmm. Uh, first ever. This was a tournament was held. The finalists who made it through all the way. Uh, the round robin competition was Mayu Iwatani mm-hmm. and WWE veteran Kairi Zane uh, mm-hmm. in the finals. They delivered a real barn burner. Uh, probably Kairi's best match since she came back to wrestling uh, into stardom. Uh, Kairi ends up winning the IWGP Women's Championship in an absolutely spectacular match against Mayu Iwatani. Right. Um, yeah, uh, and it was even more amazing because the night before stardom times uh, NGPW, there was another stardom pay-per-view called Gold Rush where Kyrie went 45 minutes in a TLC match uh, and then she goes 45 minutes again here. So, what a weekend for Kyrie. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, great stuff here. Uh, Mayu Iwatani is always, always, always good. I think outside of Shuri, she's probably the best uh, women's wrestler in stardom. Let's go. Kyrie, Kyrie's not even in the top five, to be honest, but I understand why they would give Kyrie the first belt because she's the most noticeable. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if... Io Shirai is not there. Kyrie is probably the biggest name that they have, and they want to put the belt on the biggest name first. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit like how AW gave the belt to Chris Jericho, despite that him clearly not being the best wrestler in AW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you want to put it on the biggest name, and Kyrie is the biggest name right now. So, hey, kudos! You know she he has the she has the WWE notoriety right now as mm-hmm. well. Um, Mayu Iwatani uh, probably got more eyes on her in this match than in any other match. So good for her. I'm glad. Um, if you have uh, other of the other stardom wrestlers that showed out here, you know, uh, people like Shuri uh, was was really really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, lots of lots of great. Uh, Utami Hayashishita was really really good in here as well in a mixed tag match. Nice. Uh, yeah, good good showing for stardom here. Um, and congratulations to 
Kyrie uh, for winning the first ever IWGP Women's Title match. Um, yeah, well, what would you think about all this? The first ever IWGP Women's Title and all of that, and Kyrie being being the winner. I think it makes sense. Like to me, tell me, Kyrie most is the most noticeable one of all yes. of them. The most name recognized, I guess. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense to be the first champion. Um, mm. You want that kind of lineage, also, right? You want your lineage to start. You know, like AW. Yeah. The, their lineage starts with fucking Chris Jericho. Yeah, right? yeah, a legend. Exactly, right? yeah. and this one starts with Kyrie lah. So yeah, good, good job. I and like the US mm. title, I think started with, uh, uh Kenny, Kenny Omega. Omega. Yeah, yeah, so, of course. Yeah, that that's the kind of like lineage you want to start your title with, so that the names after just gonna add to it lah. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, this is a bit of a side topic, sure, sure. but I actually find it hilarious that the the great US champions of the IWGP lineage. Uh-huh. Have not been American. Yeah, uh, they've obviously been Canadian. <laughs> uh, Will Osprey being British, British of course, yeah. uh, and uh, Shingo Takagi being Japanese, of course. Only John Moxley, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess John Moxley was the. But I mean, his his title reign was not great. The matches were not great. Like it was a very weird was really, time. Yeah, I, I think John. Uh, I mean, obviously, we know now lah what John Moxley was, was going true, through yeah. his his alcoholism and everything. So he wasn't in peak performance. Exactly. Now he's in peak. Now he's in peak form lah. But like that particular reign wasn't particularly good, lah. So I wouldn't count him as one of the great IWGP champions mm-hmm. because his reign wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Lance Archer was pretty good, but truth be told, when you think of the US Championship, you think of Shingo Takagi, Will Osprey, and Kenny Omega, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of which, the US Championship, Will Osprey versus Kenny Omega yeah. at Wrestle Kingdom on January fourth. <laughs> God damn. I love that. Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, that, that's when this happened. Uh, that's when it was announced during this pay per view after World Osprey beat, beat Shota Umino. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega came on screen and delivered a promo entirely in Japanese. Oh. Um, I didn't understand it, but. It's cool, though. It sounded fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other American champions are Lance Archer and uh, Juice Robinson. Yeah, yeah I, I mentioned Lance Archer and Juice was okay. And Cody. Yeah. Oh, Cody, yeah, yeah. He had a good reign with it. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. But uh, it will be defended between a Canadian and uh, uh, a British man at Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. Uh, which is hilarious. They might as well have just called it the, the Gaijin Championship, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. IWGP Gaijin <laughs> Championship. I, I would get down with that. Um, yeah, yeah. Like like I was saying, after World Osprey's match, um, Kenny Omega re-debuted in New Japan to say that he will be around in Tokyo Dome come January 4th to take on World Osprey. Delivers a promo in Japanese, uh, which I think was done to make a point mm-hmm. because Will Osprey was supposed to be his successor, right, in New Japan. Yes. Will Osprey can't deliver a promo in Japanese. Will Osprey hasn't reached the heights of Kenny Omega. Nope. Kenny Omega comes comes back and be like, "Look, I delivered a promo in Japanese. What the fuck are you doing?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I think it's gonna be a really really great match there as well. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So we will be back as always. Uh. Middle. We only have one episode next month, yes. but it's gonna be a big one. Yeah, man. Um. AW Winter is coming. Mm-hmm. ROH Final Battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, I'll be covering NXT Deadline uh, and a documentary coming out on Vice TV called The Nine Lives of Vince McMahon uh, covering nine, nine scandals that Vince McMahon has survived. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, he didn't survive the ninth one. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but he survived a lot. <laughs> yeah. He survived uh, so, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he survived a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, AEW Winter is Coming looks to be great. Uh, what do you think about uh, We Were Wrong? Ethan Page did not win the limited tournament. It was Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. But like we said, Ricky Starks oh, is not a bad option either. Yep, yep. What do you think about Ricky Starks versus MGF at Winter is Oh, come on. That'll be dope. Yeah, yeah me too. Be be dope. Yep. Yeah, so I can't wait for that actually. I can't wait for how... Uh, yeah, I can't, re- I can't wait how that, that's going to play out. Honestly. The build. I'm excited for the build. Same, the promo battles same, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know Ricky Starks bet- though because like, I, I think he really deserves the limelight. Hmm. Yeah. Ricky Starks really, really reminds me of like 1995, 1996 Rocky Maivia. You know, he's like on the cusp of something big. You can see mm. he's going to be a star. Yeah. Like soon, in like three, four years, he's going to be like one of the biggest uh, people in the world. You know, that nation or domination. Uh, I guess there was team test for a while. I like, didn't quite work out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and ROH Final Battle is headlined by a rematch between Claudio Castillo Newly taking on uh, Chris Jericho, who has been a really good Ring of Honor champion, by the way. I know his whole gimmick is that he disrespects the belt and everything, like, but I mean, the war, the weekly wars that he's been going through. Mm-hmm. Did you watch his match with Ishii? 
Jesus. He his chest got busted open yeah. just from chops. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um and he's gonna be taking on Claudio Castagnoli in a rematch. The stipulation is obviously if Claudio wins, he gets the belt. But if Claudio loses, he has to become a sports entertainer again. Makes sense. And join the JAS. So yeah. I'm I'm down with that stipulation. Uh, I just wonder who who FTR is gonna be facing. Well, okay. Yeah. Huh. Who who should the FTR face? Actually I don't know. Huh. They're feeling with Gun Club, so I guess Gun Club. Gun Club. But that doesn't seem to be like marquee. No, no, that, I, I feel like it's a in between kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they can like get Motor City Machine Gun or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, one off, one off, one night only pairing like uh, like Ethan Page and Josh Alexander reforms the North or something like that. Like I, I'll be down for for one off match like that. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, yeah, uh, looks to be a, a fun December. So, uh, sorry, we only have one episode in December, but you know, it's okay. lots of things going on. Yeah. yeah, especially on the genre equality side of things, mm-hmm. and on my writing side, mm-hmm. like yeah. But uh, end of year list and all that, right? For you? Uh, um, yes, a lot of that, you know. Um, but come January, there'll be a lot of hard hits. Yep. Wrestle Kingdom, Royal Rumble. So much going on exactly. in January. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we will be back in. Uh, looks like about three weeks time mm-hmm. so we'll see you then uh, any final thoughts before we cap this episode off Heidi? Oh, it's been a great year of wrestling man yeah, yeah. I agree yeah. if not if not a great year at least a very newsworthy one it has been yeah I mean just the fact that Cody redebuted at Wrestlemania mm-hmm. and the fact that we're not even thinking about it anymore he had a uh, cool that, though in uh, Survivor yes yes yeah. Survivor Series correct yeah um the fact that uh, Vince McMahon was fired from the WWE. Um, the fact that the whole CM Punk debacle happened. Uh, the, fact that, the fact that Stone Cold Steve Austin returned to wrestling and there wasn't even the big story in WrestleMania. Oh my god, yeah. Like, that, that's how big this year has been. Yeah. Like, Stone Cold came back and he's like, not even in the top, top 10, 10 yeah. of like, newsworthy things. How here. insane is that? That's insane. That's a crazy... <laughs> this has been a crazy year, guys. Um... And we're glad to be in for the ride. Uh, wrestling really went, pardon the pun, all out la, post-COVID. Yeah, man. Uh, there's so much news uh, going on. Um, and uh, me thinks that the last month and a half, or just the last month, we'll, we'll keep it coming. Yeah, yeah. Like, you never know what's going to happen. You know? Oh, by the way, do you think uh, CM Punk is coming back to EW? No. No? Why do you think he is? I think he might. Because it's wrestling, and I've I've been I mean, trained over the past yes, yes. twelve months to expect the craziest shit. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if he comes back, it's gonna be one hell of a. I mean, it'll be good for AW. It'll be good for CM Punk. I mean, they're gonna make a lot of money from it. CM Punk and FTR versus the Elite. Yeah. Hell yeah! yeah. Like, who do- doesn't want to watch that shit? You know. Mm. Yeah, mm. I mean, if he does, if he can somehow re- uh, figure that. Uh, you know, there's a lot of money to make, be made out of this, and like solo mm. that fucking ego. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck not? Yeah, but I mean, if he does go back to WWE, what do you think? Do you think he might? Oh, that's a. I mean, under Triple H. Yeah. Oh, that's spicy, man. Yep. That's spicy. Uh, right there. I. I already can see, like, I know the first two are pretty much confirmed already. Like, I know John Cena has said he wants to work with Austin Theory at the next WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's fine. Uh, John Cena versus Austin Theory is going to be good. Rock versus Roman Reigns is obviously going to headline. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Stone Cold has been talking about he wants another Mania match. He's truly unretired right now. Um, Stone Cold versus CM Punk, you think? Yeah. Well, at Mania? That'd be cool. That'd be so cool. Yeah. I, I honestly I may not even want to see them wrestle. I just want to see them talk on the mic I don't to each other. Right? Yeah, the two arguably like the two greatest promo guys in history. Exactly. Sure. Right, you know. Plus you might have KO and Sammy versus Usos. Um, um What a year I, of wrestling, man. What a year of wrestling, yeah. Be yeah. The best year of wrestling. Uh at least in the last in recent memory, for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, coming off COVID and the two, this you know, just boring, not boring lah, but you know, they were handicapped by no crowd and everything. Exactly. This has been a really stellar year for wrestling, and I'm I'm once again happy to be running this podcast because it was getting really tenuous there during the COVID yeah, period. Man, you know, I was, was like, oh my god, uh, what are we gonna talk about? You know? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, but this has been great. Uh, and I, we'll see you next month. Yeah. I oh, mean, sorry. You, uh, you saying? Happy five years, man. Oh yeah! Happy five years to the Hard Hits Wrestling Podcast. Going into year number six. Yeah, man. This has been Hit Zero. I'm Hardy. Goodbye, guys. Bye.